Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're continuing Proverbs 30, looking at verses 15 through 20 in the New International Version. It reads, The leech has two daughters. Give, give, they cry. There are three things that are never satisfied, four that never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, land, which is never satisfied with water, and fire, which never says enough. The eye that mocks a father, that scorns an aged mother, will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley will be eaten by the vultures. There are three things that are too amazing for me, four that I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a young woman. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. Again, this is Proverbs chapter 30, verses 15 through 20 in the New, um, New International Version. And these are the sayings of Agor, the wisdom of Agor. I'll be back to share some thoughts uh, from um, the commentaries, so some insight and some uh, thoughts for meditation. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thanks for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow on any major listening platform. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and almost all major listening platforms. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Podchaser. Again, this is Proverbs chapter 30, verses 15 through 20 in the New uh, International Version. And um, I was going to share more, but once I started looking at the commentary, it's like there's so much interesting insight that I want to share. So verses 15 through 31 are uh, verses that include numerical sayings. And it said in um, wisdom sayings, it's always three plus one. So it'll say there were three things and then said, no, that's four. So the first thing is verses 15 through 16 talks about um, things that's never satisfied. This proverb is an extreme example of the insatiable uh, nature of gluttony. And it talks about leeches. And, you know, that's something we don't really understand. I, I know my grandmother and grandfather, you know, they knew about them because they lived close to water and they would tell us to be careful. But as for as to seeing one, I've never seen one in my life. But the commentary says, leeches attach themselves to people or animals to suck blood. So the uh, agora is using it as a symbol of greed. And the two daughters of the leech 
probably represents the two suckers on the end of their tentacles, I guess is what you would call it. I don't know. Uh, there was a blood-sucking horse leech, which had two sucking organs at each end, one to suck blood, the other to attach itself to its host. So as the mother of two daughters, the daughters, that is the leech, they're twins, and it says this leech could be found in all still waters of Palestine and attached itself above all in the uh, nostrils and palate of drinking horses. Uh, and that's what one of the commentaries said. And then he talks about that grave. It's portrayed as greedy and, insatia and insatiable because, you know, death is not going to stop. That barren womb, it's aching f with an emptiness that will never be fulfilled. And uh, the earth seems to continually drink and absorb water poured upon it. And of course, a fire, as long as there's something to keep it going, it's going to continue to burn. So those are examples of things that will never say enough. And then uh, verse uh, 17 talks about that mocking eye. This fool was blind in his mocking and disobedience. And this poetic image tells of a fit penalty for someone so morally and spiritually blind. The ravens of the valley or brooks are said to be the most ravenous. And the young eagles or vultures smell out carcasses. And the first thing they do is pick out their eyes. And it said the eagle mothers would take the eyes and feed it to their babies. So I guess graphic, but I, I, I'm sure that uh, the audience and his readers understood what he was saying. And so do we. That not to be that mocking person. Let me go back to it. Uh, the eye that mocks a father and that scorns an aged mother. That is, that I can see that as a lesson to children not to do it. And even to adults, as you get older and you have to take care of your older parents, don't do it. Take care of them. Then um, verses 18 and 19 talks about four amazing things. And the commentary says it's not clear what makes these things uh, amazing. Uh, many think they're amazing. The interpreters think they were amazing because they didn't have to be taught what to do. The way of an eagle in the air, the flight of that majestic eagle amazes us with its power, its height, and its grace. The way of the serpent on a rock, a serpent can flee quickly with the slightest disturbance. It can slither over hard and sharp rock without even hurting itself. And in the way of the, of the ship in the midst of the sea, the ship is small in the midst of the sea, yet it virtually conquers the sea by using it as a road for travel and trade. And even as I go to our seaport, to our, um, well, we call it the seawall. As I go to the seawall and look at those big ships, they are amazing. And the little tug that has to push or pull or the barge, it's amazing. And then uh, that last one talks about the way of a young man with a young woman. And of course, that's a euphemism for sexual intercourse. And talking about romantic love, it is mysterious and it is wonderful. And then verse 20, like Solomon, 
Agor talks about the uh, wickedness of that adulterous woman. But we'll say that adulterous person because it does take two to tango. And uh, the commentary says, since this person is characterized by adultery, um, eating here is a tasteful reference to the sin of adultery. And this person satisfies their hunger for adultery. Then, according to the poetic picture, and you can see this in your mind, casually wipes their mouth and considers themselves blameless. Like, I have done nothing wrong. And this person represents many who sin against God, their marriage, their family, their community, their partner in adultery, and their own body. It considered that their low wickedness has taken place. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We are going through Proverbs 30, and I'm praying again that I don't lose anybody or confuse myself either. <laughs> thank you for your word, God, and help us to um, understand your word and to apply it to our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.